So when a patient presents themselves and they have a problem, they have pain somewhere, how does this not come across as like you trying to make me buy or pay you off other stuff that I don't really need? In my offices, I take an x-ray of that tooth. I see some minor gum disease. I evaluate the area. I tell the patient there is no doubt. Mary, you need a root canal. We can even do a pulpotomy today and a root canal in a couple of days with our specialist, but we keep it in office. I then go to the patient and I say, you know, Mary, I see some cavities. I see some inflammation of the gums. I call it looking left and looking right. We don't just mono-optic what we learn. We have to look at our patients' needs. And then I'll say, Mary, why don't we get that set of x-rays I've been talking about? Why don't we take some checkup x-rays now while you're numbing? And let me take a look at the entire mouth. Why should your patient leave only to have a problem on number 19 in a couple of days? And that allows us to look at the patient as a whole. Give them a plan. Hi, everybody. First of all, I must thank you all. I know you have choices. I know you're busy. But thank you all for listening and joining us. So excited to have you all. Really going to be getting into all the important aspects of this. But before further ado, I'd love to bring my partner in crime in this and a real great friend, somebody on the other coast of life, Rolando Mia from California. Ro, how are you? How's everything? I miss you, my friend. I'm happy to see you again. Awesome. First of all, thank you so much for joining. I love the the opportunity to be part of your podcast. Your first two episodes learned a lot. I mean, the template around the Hamsa, I love. And then the next piece, looking forward to uh, episode three and kind of showing us how you tie this all together. So oh, yeah. really appreciate that. We're going to keep moving down the hand, as I say, or we call it the dental Hamsa. I just want to bring everyone up to date. You know, we spoke a lot in the first two episodes about what makes this Hamsa, this dental hand so special. We remember we, we introduced it in episode one, and it really is a comprehensive way of, of going through a practice and a, a life, and we're going to get into it. But last episode, we introduced the five procedures that make up my opinion, in my experience, the the procedures that are the core value, the crux of a practice. Today, we're going to get into understanding how this becomes or allows dentists to become that comprehensive treatment planner. You know, I want you to, you can even substitute the word comprehensive for complete. I like comprehensive because we literally are looking at the entire mouth as a unit. These five procedures allow doctors to really, you know, I want doctors to embrace these procedures to learn why. Why is Invisalign important with porcelain veneers? Why is dental implants so important as it pertains to surgical extraction and bone grafts? And of course, cosmetic dentistry was the craze and it still is. And there's so many great things in dentistry. But you know what? These, in my experience, are what makes up a comprehensive, complete dental plan. Really a great treatment planner. It's better for the patients. You know, if a doctor's doing all these procedures, they're not looking to avoid anything. That's such better quality for our patients. We, we as patients or the patients that come to us know that we are efficient because we can do everything within our practice. And I, think I love that's that. Essential. Yeah. I, I, I love that. So I'm sorry. So comprehensive treatment planning, isn't that what pretty much everybody does? You would like to believe, but um, experience I have with, you know, now looking at tens and 20, 30 practices at one time, 
I can tell you that the learning curve is that doctors are looking for the procedures they're most comfortable. So when you look at something and you look at it with this, the lens of a procedure such as fixed crown and bridge or removable, you lose the opportunity to treatment plan your younger patients or your patients for quality of life with dental implants. And I think that is something that really constitutes that complete or comprehensive treatment planner. So to your point, I don't think everyone is doing it. I think it's a learned talent, a learned experience. So uh, I appreciate that. You know, I, I'm because I'm not a clinician and and especially young dentists are just entering. I guess the question I have in my mind and tell me if this is so when a patient presents themselves you as a clinician and they have a problem, they have pain somewhere. Um, how does this not come across as like you trying to basically make me buy or pay you off a ton of stuff that I don't really need? I mean, how does that work? To your point, bro, and it's a great point. And doctors need to know that, you know, I see so many practices that are what I call prescription dentistry. Patient walks in, points to number 30, maybe it's 30, maybe it's 31 but they need a root canal. Immediately, that office is referring the patient out. Think of what that office became. It's a referral source. You need an endo, you need a root canal in tooth number 30. For me, in my offices and my experience through practicing for close to 30 years, I take an x-ray of that tooth. I see some minor gum disease. I evaluate the area. I tell the patient there is no doubt. Mary, you need a root canal. We can get set up, either myself, a doctor in the office, a specialist in the office. We can even do a pulpotomy today and a root canal in a couple of days with our specialist, but we keep it in office. But most important, Ro, I then go to the to the patient and I say, you know, Mary, I see some cavities. I see some inflammation of the gums. I call it looking left and looking right. We don't just monooptic what we learn. We have to look at our patient's needs. And then I'll say, Mary, why don't we get that set of x-rays I've been talking about? Why don't we take some checkup x-rays now while you're numbing? And let me take a look at the entire mouth. Because why should Mary, think about it, everybody, why should your patient leave only to have a problem on number 19 in a couple of days? So why don't we get a grip of if the patient hasn't been in or it's a new patient and we have the opportunity to Look at the mouth as a whole, treat the emergency, but now you have the ability to bring the patient back, look at the patient, look at them as a whole, and treat them as a human, not as a procedure that you just did. And really, what you'll find about comprehensive treatment planning is it's bringing in the armamentarium, the procedures that we've learned, that, you know, that we've learned or acquired through your experience. And that allows us to look at the patient as a whole. So the patient doesn't think you're looking at things. And every time I come in, give them a plan, deep cleaning, a crown, whatever it is. Give me an example. So you walk in, your patient walks in and you see that. Oh, what's the dialogue that you would use so it doesn't come across as, you know, you know I want to, I'm many, trying to get you know, to do all this stuff. Yeah, we're going to get um, we're going to get into that. But 
what I, you know, about the dialogues of the different procedures. But for instance, patient comes in and says, I've got, I've got bleeding gums. So uh, we do an exam, we take a look, we get them cleaned up. And I say, you're bleeding gums because as you're getting older, your mouth, your teeth are crowded and cleaning your teeth are a little harder. And the crowdedness is making the gums chronically, consistently inflamed. We could do gum treatments every 18, 12 to 18 months. Or maybe we should look at Invisalign or clear aligners to straighten the, the crowded teeth, then give you one deep cleaning, and then maintain it through flossing and brushing at home. So instead of the mouth being crowded, we're going to move the teeth where they're in line. It's going to be easy to floss, easy to brush, and easy to maintain. So just by having something like a line or clear aligners in our office, we could treat things like gum disease, gingival recession. If we're, you know, so each procedure of this Kamsa, of this hand, has the ability to expound on patients that are coming in for something they never realized could be the problem. It's, it's, it's quite interesting if you think about all the different ways a dentist treatment plans our patients. And by doing that, we have the ability, you know, I always say it's a funny thing in dentistry. We're so blessed. And that is the better we are, the more dental standards we give to our patients and cre create excellence in their mouth, the more production it is, the more profit it is, the better we are as clinicians, the better we are as a practice, and the happier, most important, the happier, and the more love we get from our patients. And that's what that's about. I love that, the context. Quick question. How does a clinician start? I mean, you don't just automatically start becoming a, an, a, an excellent comprehensive treatment planner, what are the steps? What would, what would you say are the steps that clinicians need to, to do to get to there? And what do they need to practice so that it doesn't become, you know, scripted? It becomes a lot more, I'm going to call it natural. Yeah, it's a great question. I think that, you know, compassion. We don't rehearse these things, Rolando. You know, Ro, we, we, we talk these things. And when you ask me that, I think the compassion we have for our patients in learning these procedures and delivering them to our to our world. Um, the question is, how do we get to that? Well, first of all, experience, because you're only going to get comfortable once you, you're comfortable in the mouth. But the, the, the opportunity we have in dentistry today with the educational component, the clinical education, the vendors like Align, like Neodents, these implants, these, these, all these companies have such great teaching ability, tutorials online, classes you can go to. There is no reason why we can't, you know, you could be a certified clear aligner doctor within a week and then take courses at home or use a rep to learn. There's ClinChecks where you don't do it alone. It's such opportunities today out there for doctors and their practices to learn each procedure on the hand. Each procedure has a very deep meaning to the ability to comprehensively treatment plan our patients. Where do they learn how to effectively communicate comprehensive treatment planning? I love the training that others give for the procedures, but that piece, how does a clinician learn how to become a comprehensive, to have that dialogue? What, what can they do? What's the advice you give them? 
Yeah. I, um, I think any dentist has to want it. You know, the, the opportunity is they have to seek it in their their area of the world to see where they can get this education. Personally, I see from the groups that have become bigger in in the, in the profession, they're starting to offer it to their doctors. And I think that the companies are offering it to general dentists on a whole very often now. So that's opportunistic. But you ask a very good question, and that is, how, how do dentists how do dentists get educated? And that is by wanting to get educated. Educated around being effective in communicating treatment planning. I, I get the treatment on, on the clinical. But where do they get the education around? I, okay, I'm not good at providing that dialogue you just said, uh, you know, treating multiple things. Where can I find that? You know, if it's one answer, I had a, I had a gentleman uh, who I worked for when I first got out of dental school and he said, Mark, you're a guy, you want to have a practice like 10 years out. I said, I do. He said, we have to practice for 10 years. There's no substitute for experience. So to your point, I think if you have a young doctor that just came out of their residency, they might not sound as confident and trusting as the patient needs to guide them through a proce these procedures. But there is nothing like repetition and experience. But to answer your question, that's why mentorship is so important. And, you know, communication is either God-given or it's learned and it's attained. And first, the doctor has to figure out which they have. Can they communicate well to their patients? Are they compassionate? Do they explain exactly, you know, to your point and your question, I, I do want to say I break down treatment planning into four steps. And I think it's extremely important. And if this is a help to all the doctors out there, when you have this in your bag, when you could provide our five procedures in your practice, whether it be you or the associate or a specialist, you are providing these. I break down treatment planning into four steps. One, we have to communicate exactly what the patient, to the patient, what they need. I'm going to tell the patient, you need two extractions, two bone grafts, two implants, eight laminates. This is what you need. Explain to the patient what would happen. Number two, what would happen if I don't do it? If you don't do it, then that root, those roots are going to become infected. They're going to eat away the bone and it's going to give you no opportunity to replace that tooth. Or the teeth that are discolored are gonna stay discolored. The third is tell them how easy it is to do. I like to say to a, a patient that's been with me, I say, John, you remember that crown we did in the lower right? Well, we have to take out the root tip and the tooth in front of it. I'm gonna give you the same anesthetic, the same shot. You said you didn't feel it. There's another one, nothing more, nothing less. And you're not gonna feel a thing. Really, doc? I'm not going to, that's it. All your worries about an extraction and a bone graft, it's a simple injection like I did to other procedures. And the fourth thing for me is I don't talk money. I don't like to talk money. And we'll get into that why. But I'm, I'm here for, my job is patient care. My job is patient's experience. I leave the money, although I have a great sense of it, and we're going to get into it but I don't talk money to my patients. I leave the doctor-patient relationship as such, a doctor-patient relationship. And I find those four easy steps 
Tell them what they need. Tell them what happens if they don't do it. Tell them how easy it is. And then leave the room and get your treatment coordinator, office manager, assistant, whoever speaks money to discuss the procedure. I want to make it clear to every doctor. We, as a profession, must be able to be transparent about the fees. So the fourth step is more important than I'm leading. And I want to emphasize that it's very important to have somebody that's going to be helpful, really caring, and really firm on what we need as an office. Because getting paid is going to be stuff we talk about in the coming episodes, but that is going to allow us allow us to grow our business. So all four steps are very important. But you know, I don't want to run on, but I do want to say that's sort of a guide that I use for younger dentists to communicate and give them the boundaries on how to start. A wise person also told me that every patient wants to know a little bit about ourselves. So doctors, we're going to develop why these five procedures come and belong in comprehensive treatment planning. Meaning, put it all together. See the total mosaic when we're discussing treatment planning. Clear aligners, root canal therapy, crown and bridge cosmetics, extraction bone grafts, and implant placement creates a wonderful way to treat and plan and treat our patients. In the coming episode, we're going to discuss not only how important these are, and like I said, these procedures, I should be specific in saying, but how is it tied in financially? How does it make us, you know, we're going to get into the meat in the next session. We're going to talk about, we're going to talk about how we bring it all together, how valuable it is and how valuable it is to our practices. So I look so forward and I want to thank you all again. This is exciting. I want you to understand dentistry beyond the numbers is about clinical excellence. And from there, everything grows everything grows. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great day.